Welcome to the Yellow Jacket Experience. I'm your host, Seth Dusalt, and joining me today from our ice hockey team is one of our seniors, Chris Dodero. Chris, how are you doing today? Good, Seth. How are you doing? Fantastic. It's good to have you on here, Chris. You, uh, you're a guy who hockey has been, been your whole life. I want to take it back to the beginning. Uh, how did you get into the sport as a, as a kid? Uh, I think my dad threw me in some skates when I was like two or three years old. And well, he played hockey himself. So my hockey, hockey's just been in the family. So I guess uh, I just kind of fell in love with it ever since I stepped on the ice and going ever since. And you, you talk about your dad and your brother played in Kitchener and the OHL. He's had a pretty long pro career. Uh, another one of your brothers is at Northern Illinois on their club team. Uh, what does it mean to have uh, the sport of hockey run in your family like that where all of you are playing it? Uh, hockey is honestly everything in my family. Not Well, not everything, but as you can see, it plays a pretty big role. Um, uh, my dad played growing up. He was a goalie. Obviously, like you said, my brother, he's uh, he's playing in Austria right now. I think his season just ended. And my younger brother, was, uh, he's a goalie too. So we compete in the summer, always going going head-to-head -head against him all summer. But, yeah, hockey's big in the family, in the Dodero family. And it's big in the Chicago area where you're, uh, where you're <laughs> from as well, obviously, the Blackhawks, original six franchise. And, you know, right when you were growing up is right when Chicago got good again and Jonathan Taze and all that, the Stanley Cup runs that they had. Um, surprisingly, though, there's no college hockey in the state of Illinois. Do you think that that's something we're going to, you know, especially as teams are being added, is that something you think we're going to see soon? Uh, definitely. I think it's just a big, this is a hot spot. Like Detroit, Minnesota, obviously out here, Massachusetts, uh, all got division one college teams, Illinois. They're, they're one, one state that doesn't have one. So I think uh, pretty soon they'll be getting one. Now you got to a pretty high level of hockey pretty early by, did my math right, you were in the USHL as a 16-year-old with the Chicago Steel, uh, playing against unbelievable competition in that league. What did you gain from playing at that level at such a young age? Uh, definitely was a big step. You know, you're going from U16, U15, and then the next year playing against fully grown men, 21-year-olds. 20, That's guys that could be on our college team right now, and that was like probably around nine years ago, something like that. Um, but definitely it was a big step, uh, helped develop my game for sure um, at a young age. But going back, uh, I'm glad, glad everything happened the way it did because I'm here right now. Now, your development, you played in a few different teams in the USHL and then made the jump to uh, Nanaimo in the British Columbia League. Uh, what was it like playing up in Canada, being that far from home? Um, to me, honestly, it wasn't wasn't that much different from playing away in juniors. Obviously, it was a lot farther, but again, um, you're away from home, you're away from home, doesn't matter. You're there, you're focusing on hockey and uh, just trying to get better every day. So, no, it was a great experience up there. A little bit different, um, obviously, playing in Canada and the landscape there. Uh, it was a lot different, um, but overall, it was a great experience up there. Final year of juniors, you played in uh, Janesville on the Jets. And I was looking through the roster that season. And I mean, Yakov Novak, Jacob Barshevsky, Carter Eckberg, uh, these are guys that we've played against in Atlantic hockey on top of guys that are at Amherst, Lowell, Omaha, Minnesota. I think a total of 13 guys from that team are in Division One hockey right now. Um, what made 
that particular team gets so many guys to such a high level. And now that you're playing against them, what's it like playing against some of those former teammates? Uh, our coach, Joe Devil, was awesome having him there. He's a great leader, and everyone wanted to play for him. So having him there was really good. And we had a lot of overagers there. I think almost all of them got commits to D1. But obviously, again, going back to Dibble, he was an awesome leader having him there. Um, guy, when guys want to play for their coach, it uh, makes it a lot easier and it's a lot more effective. How did you get in contact with AIC and what sold you to make your decision to play in Springfield? I imagine a guy, your skill set probably wasn't the only choice. I think Coach Steven Wheedler came out and watched me. Um, I wasn't too familiar with AIC before, but afterwards uh, had a good talk with Weeds and, you know, they AIC wanted me. So uh, you always go where you want it the most, you know. So that's why I made my decision to come to AIC. When you arrived at AIC, the program was starting its rise. Uh, your freshman year was the first time the team had home ice in the playoffs in Atlantic hockey. And then your sophomore year, obviously, the, the Riley Trophy, the magical run in the NCAAs. And it sort of mirrors the start of your career, too. Your freshman year, you only played in 11 games. And then that sophomore year, you became a regular in the lineup, played, I think, every game almost uh, was there something that you can point to between your rookie year and your sophomore year here at AIC that was the difference for you and then something maybe that was the difference for the team to take that next step to the elite level? Uh, going back to it, um, biggest thing for me was that offseason I had between going from my freshman year to my sophomore year. Obviously, again, going to college, that's another step. Again, you're playing against bigger, faster, stronger guys, so that was one thing. Uh, I developed over the summer. I just, I really took took care of my off-ice habits over the summer. Uh, in the weight room, diet, everything, just I stepped it up a notch. I did a ton of speed training, which helped and came back. I felt like a different, it's a different player completely. The cliche is that the only thing harder than winning is winning again. Uh, the team has now three straight regular season titles number one seed going into the Atlantic Hockey Tournament as we look to get our second straight Riley Trophy. Um, how has the team been able to continue its success from that 19 season to through 2020 and now into 2021 <laughs> with all the talent that's graduated, the coaching changes with the assistant coaches that have left and come in, um, and, and then, of course, the pandemic as well? I think going back to my sophomore year, um, now once we did it, it's just in the blood of AIC hockey doesn't matter. I don't think it matters as much who's in there, just the culture. The culture needs to be there, and the culture has been there. So I think it's just in the blood. If we're, if we're doing everything the right way and we're all bought in on the same page, then we're going to see results. How much did you learn from a guy like you, you, this was your captain your first year, Brian Christian, and the example that he set uh, for the team of the standard of that culture uh, as a leader? on the ice and off of it. Brian Christian was uh, an amazing human being. Again, awesome leader. One of the best leaders I've ever, I've ever had the pleasure to play with, um, captain that year. He was very mature and honestly reminds me a bit of Coach Lang. Uh, just, he was, he was a bit of a, a voice for the younger guys to coach too. Um, 
but yeah, he was amazing having here and uh, looking up to him. And then you've had a couple of other captains as well in the past couple of years that have been fantastic. Sean McBride, obviously, is the captain of that 2019 team. And then last year with uh, Joel Kosher and Hugo Reinhardt. What is it about AIC that just seems to breed leaders these last few years? And it's obviously not just the guys wearing C's that have provided leadership, but those guys in particular. Yeah, again, like I was talking earlier, it's it's just in the blood of AIC. Like once we do it, it's there. We know the standard and we're going to live up to it. And that's what we keep doing. We keep every year we have amazing captains. And again, this year with Brandon Katrick and Parker Evering, um, you know, we're all, we're all just doing things the right way and it's in the culture. I want to talk about your hockey skills training program that you've put together this last year, year and a half or so. And you may, it may be older than that. Uh, Prodero hockey. Uh, what made you want to get into that side of the game and how has running that help you become a better hockey player yourself? Uh, going back to my sophomore year, um, again, I, was, I wasn't playing at the beginning of the year and I was just thinking, how can I do extra work to make myself become the player I need to be to play? And I always, before practice every single day, uh, Luca Mabra and I, we'd go on the ice and we'd do these skill drills every day. Um, and then it was started with Mob, and then a couple of guys came, and then by the end, a bunch of guys were, were joining us, and then guys started calling me Prodero. <laughs> um, and then again, a little bit with that last year again, and then uh, it just became my passion. And over the summer, I started my Instagram page and started putting up all my drills on there, and it's uh, gotten some great feedback on there, but uh, just kind of fell in love with it. Like to me, it doesn't feel like a job. It's just my passion. I love it. Where do you where do you get these drills? I mean, obviously, you've played for a lot of different hockey coaches. How much of it is stuff that you've just had, you know, from your own experience done before as a player? And how much of it is stuff that you actually come up with on your own? And where do you where do you find inspiration for that sort of thing? A lot of I'd say about all of it I come up on I'm, I'm by my own. Um, it's just like again, it's my passion, so I love to do it. I just get creative with these drills. I I do a lot of studying. I watch NHL games a lot, not even just NHL games, college games, American Hockey League. I try and find little skills that are used in the game um, that can be translated from practicing it and just developing that, making it a habit. And then before you know it, you don't even know you're doing the drill. Uh, you just, it just makes it's a habit now you're doing it in the game. But, as, yeah. as, as you've developed this thing over the last three years now, um, and you mentioned that a lot of the team, your teammates are participating in it. Do the coaches kind of lean on you a little bit to, uh, for some of these things that maybe they might not have the time to cover that they want to, uh, to that you're doing all of these things with the guys anyway? Um, yeah, definitely got great feedback from the coaching staff here. They, they really encourage that I just keep doing, doing what I'm doing here. About almost every day we're on the ice early and I got a good group of guys with me that are, we're working on something new every day. Uh, they really, coaches really appreciate it on off days too. We'll get almost the whole team will show up and we'll get a really big group in there and we're all working. So everyone's bought in on it. You're majoring in economics and finance. Uh, you've earned all American scholar honors from the uh, AHCA. Assuming there's not a phone call at the end of the year from an NHL team looking for a winger. Is this something that you could see yourself making into a career or do you have other career goals in mind or what kind of a where can uh, I want yeah I would love to take this hockey career as far as I can take it 
obviously the NHL has been a dream of mine since I was a kid and you know right now I feel like I'm developing every single day and I, I still don't feel like I've come close to playing my best hockey yet so that's always a dream for me. In your academic career here at AIC who are some of the professors that you've had that you really feel like you've gained a lot from? Uh, I remember my freshman year, Professor Thomas Crummel was awesome. Economics uh, professor, he helped us a lot. He was really close with, the, with our hockey, other hockey team. Helped us out extra. I knew we were, if we were gone on the road. He'd do a little, keep us after class extra, just catch us up on what we missed. And similar for John Rogers, he's awesome in the exact same way. Really, really helpful with us. Same thing. We miss miss a day or two because we got games. Um, will keep us after, and we'll just we'll chat a little bit about what we missed, and just help us all get caught up. There's a lot of buy-in from uh, campus in helping the athletics teams be successful here at AIC, while continuing to be successful academically. And there's also buy-in in helping you be successful in other ways. Uh, I think we'd be remiss if I didn't ask about uh, what Dr. Allison Sullivan has meant to the team and working with you guys, especially when we had to, to take a couple of weeks off, what did it mean to have somebody like her, who's an OT professor who doesn't have to do something, you know, the way that she has to work with you guys on your, on your fitness and on, uh, you know, things like stretching and yoga, things of that nature. Yeah. Dr. Sullivan has been an amazing help to us. Like you said, we are locked up for a couple of weeks. We got, we got dinged with the COVID a little bit there and, um, you know, we got to get creative. Uh, there's not much to do. We're locked in one place for a certain amount of time. Uh, and she was, she was, she got on Zoom with us and we did, we do yoga and we do these core workouts and they're, they're really good. And I think that um, they've, they've definitely helped. Uh, we'll see, we'll see improvements there, but really big thanks to Dr. Sullivan there. You're a senior. Under normal circumstances, this year you'd be you'd be winding down your college career. This would be last playoffs, the whole bit. Uh, but in spite of us having a full season for the most part and getting into the postseason now, you now have another year of eligibility. So do eight of your teammates. Um, just for you, is playing that fifth year something you've considered? Have you made a decision? Are you waiting till the end of this year to see how this goes, or is that something you haven't even thought of yet? I definitely thought about it a bit. Um, obviously with pro hockey right now and COVID, there's a big, there's a big setback. It's, it's a big mess right now for pro hockey. And like a lot of great players that were seniors last year aren't even playing right now because there's just no jobs available due to the limited spots. So I definitely thought about uh, returning and I mean, you can't, you can't, def you can't put it uh, out of the conversation. It's a, uh, it's a great opportunity to stay another year at college and play and play hockey for AIC again. Let's focus though on for now on on this year because it's it's playoff time. We're getting ready for the Atlantic Hockey quarterfinal. We don't as of right now know our opponent. By the time this comes out, we will. But but either way, we've been here before, and and you know it's always been we're focused on us. So what's it going to take to keep it going this weekend to be successful, especially after? not playing for six weeks? Uh, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. I don't think we've lost a step, even though we haven't played in yeah, six weeks. Uh, I think that we just got to keep pedal to the metal and just keep doing what we're doing. I, um, we've been we've been really working in practice the past however long we haven't played, but we are 
we're making sure we go to the rink every day and we and we get the job done and then walk out of the rink feeling good every day. So we're just going to keep doing that and focus one day at a time and the rest should take care of itself. Have there been any any specific things that the coaches have done to try to get a more game-like environment over the last couple of weeks as we get ready for this postseason run? Yeah, so we have practice usually Monday to Thursday and Usually on the weekend, we'll be playing games Friday, Saturday. So Friday, Saturday, past few weeks, we've been scrimmaging each other. Um, and those have been really good high-tempo high-tempo high scrimmages uh, and definitely definitely good to get the game feel back. Getting into the into those scrimmages, and obviously, you know, you're on the same team with everybody. Is is there any guy on the team where you, you know, you guys all love him, but playing against him maybe in those scrimmages, you're like, gee, no wonder – no wonder everybody is, you know, trying to go after this guy or, you know, man, this guy's really hard to play against. I'd say just about every single guy on the ice. <laughs> that's <laughs> a fair answer. That's AIC hockey for you right there. So I'd say just about everyone out there. Having the depth that we have, I mean, we normally, there's no way in a normal year that you would, would carry 34 guys and four goalies, uh, but having that this year and, and having the ability to have full scrimmages with basically a full roster, how much is that going to be helpful to this team going into this postseason run? Oh, definitely very helpful. Like you said, almost full rosters on each side. Uh, I think that gives us a good competitive advantage as we've had the chance to get the game-like feel when some other teams have a smaller roster. Last question, and it's the one we ask everybody. Um, outside of your parents, who is somebody – who has had a significant influence on you, who you are as a person, how have they shaped who you are today? Uh, I would say my, one of my best friends, his name is Patrick Curry. Curry. Um, he's playing in the American Hockey League right now for Grand Rapids Griffins. Captain of BU last year, we, in the summer, we've been just about best friends since we were kids. And every summer we, we go head to head. We train with each other all day and we, trained against each other. So we really, really push each other every single day in the summer uh, to make sure we're getting better. Well, Chris Dodaro from our ice hockey team, thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, since we've talked about it, how can people follow along with your hockey training program? Give me a follow on Instagram, Prodero underscore hockey. There you go. You heard it. Trust content me. every day. <laughs> yeah. And it's phenomenal content. I've I've been watching hockey since I was knee high to Yoda and I'm still learning things from, from what Chris is posting and it, it's incredible. So definitely. And thank you, Chris, for, uh, for joining us and we'll see you this weekend at the, at the mass mutual center for the quarterfinals. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, Seth.